Section five of the Battle of the Books. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Battle of the Books by Jonathan Swift. Section five. Predictions for the year seventeen o eight. Wherein the month and day of the month are set down, the persons named, and the great actions and events of the next year, particularly related, as will come to pass written to prevent the people of england from being farther imposed on by vulgar almanac makers by isaac bickerstaff esq i have long considered the gross abuse of astrology in this kingdom and upon debating the matter with myself i could not possibly lay the fault upon the art but upon those gross imposters who set up to be the artists i know several learned men have contended that the whole is a cheat that it is absurd and ridiculous to imagine the stars can have any influence at all upon human actions thoughts or inclinations and whoever has not bent his studies that way may be excused for thinking so when he sees in how wretched a manner that noble art is treated by a few mean illiterate traders between us and the stars who import a yearly stock of nonsense lies folly and impertinence which they offer to the world as genuine from the planets though they descend from no greater a height than their own brains i intend in a short time to publish a large and rational defence of this art and therefore say no more in this justification at present that it hath been in all ages defended by learned men and among the rest by socrates himself whom i look upon as undoubtedly the wisest and uninspired mortals to which if we add that those who have condemned this art though otherwise learned having been such as either did not apply their studies this way or at least did not succeed in their applications their testimony will not be of much weight to its disadvantage since they are liable to the common objection of condemning what they did not understand nor am i aught all offended or think it an injury to the art when i see the common dealers in it students in astrology the philomaths and the rest of that tribe treated by wise men with the utmost scorn and contempt but rather wonder when i observe gentlemen in the country rich enough to serve the nation and parliament pouring in patridge's almanac to find out the events of the year at home and abroad not daring to propose a hunting-match till gadbury or we have fixed the weather i will allow either of the two i have mentioned or any other of the fraternity not to not only astrologers but conjurers too if i do not produce a hundred instances in all their almanacs to convince any reasonable man that they do not so much as understand common grammar and syntax that they are not able to spell any word out of the usual road nor even in their prefaces write common sense or intelligible english then for their observations and predictions they are such as will equally suit any age or country in the world this month a certain great person will be threatened with death or sickness this the newspapers will tell them for there we find at the end of the year that no month passes without the death of some person of note and it would be hard if it should be otherwise when there are at least two thousand persons of note in this kingdom many of them old and the almanac-maker has the liberty 
me of choosing the sickliest season of the year where he may fix his prediction again this month an eminent clergyman will be preferred of which there may be some hundreds half of them with one foot in the grave then such a planet in such a house shows great imaginations plots and conspiracies that may in time be brought to light after which if we hear of any discovery the astrologer gets the honour if not his prediction still stands good and at last god preserve king william from all his open and secret enemies amen when if the king should happen to have died the astrologer plainly foretold it otherwise it passes but for the pious ejaculation of a loyal subject though it unluckily happened in some of their almanacs that poor king william was prayed for many months after he was dead because it fell out that he died about the beginning of the year to mention no more of their impertinent predictions what have we to do with their advertisements about pills and drink for disease or their mutual curls in verse and prose of wig and troy wherewith the stars have little to do having long observed and lamented these and hundred other abuses of this art too tedious to repeat i resolve to proceed in a new way which i doubt not will be to the general satisfaction of the kingdom i can this year produce but a specimen of what i design for the future having employed most of my time in adjusting and correcting the calculations i made some years past because i would offer nothing to the world of which i am not fully satisfied as that i am now alive for these two last years i have not failed in above one of two particulars and those of no very great moment i exactly foretold the miscarriage of tolan with all its particulars and the loss of admiral shovel though i was mistaken as to the day placing that accident about thirty-six hours sooner than it happened but upon reviewing my schemes i quickly found the cause of that error i likewise foretold the battle of almanza to the very day and hour with the laws on both sides and the consequences thereof at which i showed to some friends many months before they happened that is i gave them papers sealed up to open at such a time after which they were at liberty to read them and there they found my predictions true in every article except one or two at very minute as for the following predictions i now offer the world i forbore to publish them till i pursued the several almanacs for the year we are now entered on i find them all in the usual strain and i beg the reader will compare their manner with mine and here i make bold to tell the world that i lay the whole credit of my art upon the truth of these predictions and i will be content that patridge and the rest of his clan may hoot me for a cheat and impostor if i fail in any single particular of moment i believe any man who reads this paper will look upon me to the least a person of as much honesty and understanding as a common maker of almanacs i do not lurk in the dark i am not wholly unknown to the world i have set my name at length to be the mark of infamy to mankind if they shall find i deceive them and one thing i must desire to be forgiven that i talk 
more sparingly of home affairs as it will be imprudence to discover secrets of state so it would be dangerous to my person but in smaller matters and that are not of public consequence i shall be very free and the truth of my conjectures will as much appear from those as the others as for the most signal events abroad in france flanders italy and spain i shall make no scruple to protect them in plain terms some of them are of importance and i hope i shall seldom mistake the day they will happen and therefore i think good to inform the reader that i all along make use of the old style observed in england which i desire he will compare with that of the newspapers at the time they relate to the actions i mention i must add one word more i know it hath been the opinion of several of the learned who think well enough of the true art of astrology that the stars do only incline and do not force the action or wills of men and therefore however i may proceed by right rules yet i cannot in prudence so confidently assure the events will follow exactly as i predict them i hope i have maturely considered this objection which in some cases is of no little weight for example a man may by the influence of an overruling planet be disposed or inclined to lust rage or avarice and yet by the force of reason overcome that bad influence and this was the case of socrates but as the great events of the world usually depend upon numbers of men it cannot be expected they should all unite to cross their inclinations from pursuing a general design wherein they unanimously agree besides the influence of the stars reaches too many actions and events which are not any way in the power of reason as sickness death and what we commonly call accidents with many more needless to repeat but now it is time to proceed to my predictions which i have begun to calculate from the time that the sun enters into aries and thus i take to be properly the beginning of the natural year i pursue them to the time that he enters libra or somewhat more which is the busy period of the year the remainder i have not yet adjusted upon account of several impediments needless here to mention besides i must remind the reader again that this is but a specimen of what i design in succeeding years to treat more at large if i may have liberty and encouragement my first prediction is but a trifle yet i mention it to show how ignorant those daughtershipery tenders to astrology are in their own concerns it relates to patridge the almanac maker i have consulted the stars of his nativity by my own rules and find he will infallibly die upon the twenty-fourth ninth of march next about eleven at night of a raging fever therefore i advise him to consider of it and settle his affairs in time the month of april will be observable for the death of many great persons on the fourth will die the cardinal de nolles archbishop of paris on the eleventh the young prince of austrius son to the duke anjou on the fourteenth a great peer of this realm will die at his country house on the nineteenth an old layman of great fame for learning and on the twenty-third an eminent goldsmith in lombard street i could mention others both at home and abroad if i did not consider it is of very little use or instruction to the reader or to the world as to public affairs 
on the seventh of this month there will be an insurrection in dauphiny occasioned by the oppressions of the people which will not be quieted in some months on the fifteenth will be a violent storm on the south-east coast of france which will destroy many of their ships and some in the very harbour the eleventh will be famous for the revolt of a whole province of our kingdom excepting one city by which the affairs of a certain prince and the alliance will take a better face may against common conjectures will be no very busy month in europe but very signal for the death of the dolphin which will happen on the seventh after a short fit of sickness and grievous torments with the strangery he dies less lamented by the court than the kingdom on the ninth a marshal of france will break his leg by a fall from his horse i have not been able to discover whether he will then die or not on the eleventh will begin a most important siege which the eyes of all europe will be upon i cannot be more particular for in relating affairs that so nearly concern the confederates and consequently this kingdom i am forced to confine myself for several reasons very obvious to the reader on the fifteenth news will arrive of a very surprising event that which nothing could be more unexpected on the nineteenth three noble ladies of this kingdom will against all expectation prove with child to the great joy of their husbands on the twenty-third a famous buffoon of the playhouse will die a ridiculous death suitable to his vocation june this month will be distinguished at home by the utter dispersing of those ridiculous deluded enthusiasts commonly called the prophets occasioned chiefly by seeing the time come that many of their prophecies should be fulfilled and then finding themselves deceived by contrary events it is indeed to be admired how any deceiver can be so weak to foretell things near at hand when a very few months must of necessity discover the impostor to all the world in this point less prudent than common almanac makers who are so wise to ponder in generals and talk dubiously and leave to the reader the business of interpreting on the first of this month a french general will be killed by a random shot of a cannon-ball on the sixth a fire will break out in the suburbs of paris which will destroy above a thousand houses and seems to be the foreboding of what will happen to the surprise of all europe about the end of the following month on the sixth a fire will break out in the suburbs of paris which will destroy above a thousand houses and seems to be the foreboding of what will happen to the surprise of all europe about the end of the following month on the tenth a great battle will be fought which will begin at four o'clock in the afternoon and last until nine at night with great obstinacy but no very decisive event i shall not name the place for the reasons aforesaid but the commanders on each left wing will be killed i see bonfires and hear the noise of guns for a victory on the fourteenth there will be a false report of the french king's death on the twentieth cardinal portocaro will die of a dysentery with great suspicion of poison but the report of his intention to revolt to king charles will prove false july the sixth of this month a certain general will by a glorious action recover the reputation he lost by former misfortunes on the twelfth a great commander will die a prisoner in the hands of his enemies on the fourteenth a shameful discovery will be made of a french jesuit giving poison to a great foreign general 
and when he is put to the torture, will make wonderful discoveries. In short, this will prove a month of great action, if I might have liberty to relate the particulars. At home, the death of an old famous senator will happen on the fifteenth at his country house, worn with age and diseases. But that which will make this month memorable to all posterity is the death of the king Louis the fourteenth after a week sickness at Marly, which will happen on the twenty-ninth, about six o'clock in the evening. It seems to be an effect of the gout in his stomach, followed by a flux. And in three days, after Monsieur Chamillard will follow his master, dying suddenly of an apoplexy. In this month, likewise, an ambassador will die in London, but I cannot assign the day. August the affairs of france will seem to suffer no change for a while under the duke of burgundy's administration but the genius that animated the whole machine being gone will be the cause of mighty turns and revolutions in the following year the new king makes yet little change either in the army or in the ministry but the libels against his grandfather that fly about his very court give him uneasiness I see and express in mighty haste with joy and wonder in his looks, arriving by break of the day on the twenty-sixth of this month, having travelled in three days a prodigious journey by land and sea. In the evening I hear bells and guns, and see the blazing of a thousand bonfires. A young admiral of noble birth does likewise this month gain immortal honour by a great achievement. The affairs of Poland are this month entirely settled. Augustus resigns his pretensions which he had again taken up for some time stanislaus is peaceably possessed of the throne and the king of sweden declares for the emperor i cannot omit one particular accident here at home that near the end of this month much mischief will be done at bartholomew fair by the fall of a booth september this month begins with a very surprising fit of frosty weather which will last near twelve days the pope having long languished last month the swellings of his legs breaking and the flesh mortifying will die on the eleventh instant and in three weeks time after a mighty contest be succeeded by a cardinal of the imperial faction but native of tuscany who is now about sixty-one years old the french army acts now wholly on the defensive strongly fortified in their trenches and the young french king sends ouventures for a treaty of peace by the duke of mantua which because it is a matter of state that concerns us here at home i shall speak no farther of it i shall add but one prediction more and that in mystical terms which shall be included in the verse out of virgil Alter eret jam tethys et altera qua vehat argo. Delictus heroos. Upon the twenty-fifth of this month, the fulfilling of this prediction will be manifest to everybody. This is the farthest I have proceeded in my calculations for the present year. I do not pretend that these are all the great events which will happen in this period but that those I have set down will infallibly come to pass. It will, perhaps, still be objected why I have not spoken more to particularly of affairs at home. 
or of the success of our armies abroad which he might and could very largely have done but those in power have wisely discouraged men from meddling in public concerns and i was resolved by no means to give the least offence this i will venture to say that it will be a glorious campaign for the allies wherein the english forces both by sea and land will have their full share of honour that her majesty queen anne will continue in health and prosperity and that no ill accident will arrive to any in the chief ministry as to the particular events i have mentioned the readers may judge by the fulfilling of them whether i am on the level with common astrologers who with an old paltry cant and a few pooth-hooks for planets to amuse the vulgar have in my opinion too long been suffered to abuse the word but an honest physician ought not to be despised because there are such things as mountebanks i hope i have some share of reputation which i would not willingly forfeit for a frolic of humour and i believe no gentleman who reads this paper will look upon it to be of the same cast or mould with the common scribblers that are every day hawked about my fortune has placed me above the little regard of scribbling for a few pence which i neither value nor want therefore let no wise man too hastily condemn this essay intended for a good design to cultivate and improve an ancient art long in disgrace by having fallen into mean and unskilful hands a little time will determine whether i have deceived others or myself and i think it is no very unreasonable request that men would please to suspend their judgments till then i was once of the opinion with those who despise all predictions from the stars till in the year sixteen eighty six a man of equality showed me written in his album that the most learned astronomer captain assured him he would never believe anything of the star's influence if there were not a great revolution in england in the year sixteen eighty eight since that time he began to have other thoughts and after eighteen years the diligent study and application i think i have no reason to repent of my pains i shall detain the reader no longer than to let him know that the account i design to give of next year's event shall take in the principal affairs that happen in europe and if i be denied the liberty of offering it to my own country i shall appeal to the learned world by publishing it in latin and giving order to have it printed in holland end of section five read by elijah fisher